This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome everybody to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. Again, without Terence. It's just me and Albert, but we had so much fun just the two of us last week. We thought we'd do it again. Albert, how are you? Yeah, good. Terence was available. We just didn't tell him that we're recording because, like you say, it went so well last week, and the mm. the amount of feedback and you know heartfelt messages that came in, it was like, well, carry on. Exactly. Well, we were. I would use the word inundated with praise, inundated. yeah, uh, joy, just positive yeah. vibes. And I, I, you know, I struggled to read most of it because I squeezed in a, I squeezed in a little trip to Lisbon between then and now. Um, so yeah, it was uh, like I say. When we, we'll see how, we, how long we can keep the street going. Yeah, I mean, we hope Terence is is doing all right. He'll be listening back to this. I don't know what would he be doing. He might be sitting on a sofa, listening to some music, eating lollipop. I don't know what he might be doing. Just anything really. Having a lollipop flavoured what does he call those things triple triple triple, sec ipa i don't know what these things are triple blue tea or something yeah who knows we're better off without him anyway hi terence um let's let's talking of drink let's get this over with i think we we actually both have a beer this week um but i think they're fairly normal beers aren't they what are you drinking i'm drinking a pacifico Clara Mexican lager, um, p- partially in honour of Mrs. Heskiff, who very kindly sorted me out a ticket today um, to go to Wolves. She was. Am I allowed to at- say that? Or am I, I going to get? Int- uh, I- well, we're all season ticket holders. We're all season so, ticket. We're all friends. So yes, I don't know if you're allowed to say Mrs. Heskiff because she's not a Mrs. Heskiff, and she might clip me around here for you. Not oh yeah, sorry, Mrs. Ms. Gonzalez. There you go. Um, yeah, my brother didn't believe me when I said he's got to pretend to be a Mexican lady called Vanessa Gonzalez to get into Molyneux. Yeah. Has he got the ID sorted or he's just going to wing it? Uh, he's going to wing it. Great. Clean shaven, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, she she says you're welcome. She has absolutely no desire. She's been to Wolverhampton once. That was enough. So she's happy, happy to it's pass It's like going back on. in time, isn't it? It is. Um mm. And last time we went was a. It was like January the second, I think. We went on the official coach, which was pretty rough. Um, 
someone spoke to Terence about the pod. They're a fan. Terence absolutely loved it. He asked if they wanted their autograph and they ran off the bus. Um, but we did win. And it was when Jordan Ayew scored and then started was the bus Was the bus in full motion when they jumped yeah. off at the prospect of getting Terence's autograph? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck that bye! <laughs> Um, so she she's she's fine not going again to be honest, um, but yeah you're welcome. Um, I'm not drinking a Mexican beer. Perhaps I should be. I'm drinking a Japanese beer. I've got a can of Asahi. There's no story behind it. I just am drinking it. Yeah, and why and, not? And you don't need anything written on the side to tell you where it was made and how it was made. Um, no, and, and both both your my summary of my beer and your summary of your beer combined are still briefer than Terence reading out the blurb on one of his normal rotters. Sometimes even the name is longer than you and I yeah. describing our beer. So, um, yeah, you're, you everyone who's listening, you're welcome. Yeah, how moving moving swiftly on? How was Lisbon? Did you have a good time? Lisbon's wicked. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a uh, city by the sea, isn't it? which is always it is. good. Um, no, I went out to see my friend Dave, Portuguese Dave. He is he is Portuguese. So got some nice insider tips. Slightly uh, miffed because the day we were leaving, as we were sort of making our way out of the city, a lot of into Milan fans and making their way into mm. the city because they played each other as we record last night in the Champions League. So I kind of wish we'd had one more night just to kind of observe all that uh, merriment. But, but alas, came home to rainy London. Yeah, wasn't very nice, was it? Um, I, I have also been to Lisbon. I've been twice, actually, but I went once on a stag. My mate Jason had a stag. And it was... Um, it was the weekend that Palace beat Liverpool at Anfield on Gerrard's final game, which was really good. We watched we watched that on like a massive TV hung out of a pub window in the main square of Cascache, which is nearby Lisbon. Yeah, went there. We, all, we also went to see Sport in Lisbon play. Got chased away from the ground by the coppers afterwards because they said it was all going to kick off because basically Benfica had won the league and... Their fans were driving past the Sport and Lisbon fans, <laughs> chucking bottles and whatever. And we ended up in the centre of town, being spoken to by these two Benfica fans who said they like Palace because they're both called the Eagles. It's fair. Then proceeded to wind up my mate Dan Cooper, who is a very mild mannered guy, because they said that Shamak was shit. <sighs> Cooper then said Shamak would be player of the season in Portugal. And we had to calm it down by by drinking <laughs> some very strong overproof, like no label on the bottle booze. I like that. He's gone um, big. Yeah, he's left. He's left himself nowhere to go. We've we've we found out that the one thing that tips our mate down over the edge is slagging off Shamak. It turns Shamak banging. And uh, then they just said, "Yeah, do you, we're having a party to celebrate winning the league. Do you want to come?" Just go, basically, just go straight up this road, and you'll like you'll see it. And it turns out they just closed off the entire city. Benfica had flown in from their away game. They built this massive stage, and it was just like a huge street party. So, awesome. so we just pretend. So we just pretended we hadn't seen sport in Lisbon, and we were just all Benfica fans anyway. You absolute turncoats. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. Um, so that was yeah. 
glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad that you're back. I mean, it, it shows great dedication. Record, mm-hmm. go on holiday, make sure you're back for the next week. Yep. It's it's that dedication that we all need from our presenters, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Not naming any names. And speaking of dedication, I think we can both say we've done it now, but we, I think we've both renewed our season tickets for next season. Yes. did the, Yeah, it's an expensive day today. Tickets for Wolves. And then... Just whilst you're there. Oh, yeah, go on then. I'll update the, the season ticket for me and the boy. Couldn't remember the whole deal with season ticket plus, but um, put that on. It said season ticket plus for the under 10s ticket was 40 quid, but then when you went to check out, it was 50 quid. So the perfect, you know, the, the, the ticketing system is clearly on point. No change is necessary there which I'm sure we'll get on to. Um, mm. So, yeah, but looking forward to it, you know, who the manager's going to be, you know, whether the 10 out-of-contract players are going to stay or, you know, oh. so, yeah, it's like buying a ticket to Glastonbury, isn't it? Because you've got to commit so early, you don't know really what you're going to get. Yeah, and um, then the head, then the headline is Muse, and you regret it. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, totally. Two two earplugs for that one, please. Two earplugs, exactly. Two earplugs. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I also, I also renewed. Got the, got the season ticket plus doodah. Um, mostly because I get Palace TV and watch all the, you know, twenty ones and eighteens games. But then you get all sorts of benefits. You get a welcome pack, which was the selling point for me. Which is usually what? like the the dross they can't sell from the season before. They just whack that in a in a bag for you. Oh, it's funny because my the thing I was most looking forward to is in July seeing what the digital season ticket <laughs> plus looks like on my phone. It's going to be a picture of Wilf, who will have already just left. That's what I remember. Wilf, yeah. <laughs> Wilf waving goodbye. Yeah. Wilf holding up a West Ham shirt or something. Oh, God. I've already had people talking to me about Wilf going to Newcastle. I, I, I can't deal with it. We're going to have to wait until the summer because I think I'll I'll just melt into a puddle if we talk about it now. Yeah, um, but speaking of season tickets, um, I did notice that Fulham had released their season ticket prices for next year, including their new stand. Uh, season tickets, adult season tickets, for which can go up to three thousand pounds, which is a lot of money. Imagine what the digital season ticket for that looks like. Oh God, it's in three D. It is. You'll see that you'll, it'll be the match played out on your phone, even though you're sat at the game. Yeah, with a uh, 3D animated Michael Jackson statue. What, I mean... I know they don't have that anymore, but it's always nice to remind Fulham fans that at one point is. they did have a, a statue of Michael Jackson <laughs> yeah. outside their ground. This is for the OGs of <laughs> um, 20 years ago. <laughs> But yeah, three three grand is a, is a lot of dough, isn't it? Three grand, that's ridiculous. I don't, I don't know what the most expensive ticket at Palace is. I suppose it's sort of the you know the director's boxy bit, but three grand is a lot for Fulham, who were, who were only up in the Premier League this year. You know, the new championship. Uh, how much is it in the neutral section? <laughs> well, apparently they get rid of the neutral section. They probably bulldozed mm. it for three grand a year. Platinum. Hang on a minute. Platinum Upper in the Riverside. That's what it's called. Outrageous. So we'll, 
It is. So at least we're not paying three grand to watch Palace. Is that a silver not, lining? Who knows? Not yet, mate. Can I just say, we haven't built our new stand yet. We haven't. That's what <laughs> we've got to look forward to. Never mind the bloody Sainsbury's. Yeah, just just or, make a note, whatever the date is and the time, when, yeah. our new, when our tickets come out for the new stand, like, just come back and check this. Main stand plus. Main stand plus. Well, what, what might drive the ticket prices up, and Palace have been quite quickly uh, on Twitter to quash is the link up with Ticketmaster for next year. Um, they announced it. It was their ticketing platform for 23-24. Uh, and they received a lot of people moaning, basically, because Ticketmaster are terrible and have been in the news basically nonstop for the last year for being terrible and fleecing people and charging handling fees for digital tickets and all that sort of stuff. Um, but Palace did reply to their own tweet, saying, we're moving to the Ticketmaster technology platform only. The box office function will remain the same and there'll be, there will not be any new booking fees or charges applied relating to this change. So the box office function at the moment is shit. So that's the thing that I would hope would be changed. But no new booking fees, they reckon now. But, but. So which begs the question, what's the point? What, what's it going to do? Yeah, Are like all our all it? our playoff was it was it all the playoffs. Well, yeah, playoffs and FA Cup. All all that was through Ticketmaster, wasn't it? Or was that C tickets? So. Oh, good question. But that that you had to go to a obviously a big third party website yeah. for all that, and that worked really well. I have to say, mm. it did for me anyway. Um, but are we talking? Like I say, are we talking about the just the day to day buying tickets? Yeah. Uh, is it the reselling? Like, what is it? I was, was going to say, maybe, maybe it will be the reselling. Um, I should have read the whole thing, to be honest. I was too busy I, getting, I don't my think, pi- I, getting my pitchfork I, out. I don't think it I don't think it in, in, embellished much, did it? We should have no. read this before we came on. I know. But- shit. I even tried to do a plan, and I've messed that up as well. Bloody hell. Maybe we should get Terence back. He seems to know stuff. If he wants we can to wing it. Back. We can wing yeah. it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll remains to be seen. That's to be fair. That's probably why quite a lot of us are renewing our ticket now, just to get that out of the way. Um, yeah. Do you we'll, think Ticketmaster will be handling all the bookings for the behind the scenes stadium tour? A great question. Um, much in demand, I'm sure. I, oh, went I think we're going to we're going we're gonna to see a spike. We are. Well, we, based on we, what I saw today, I think we're going to see a spike in that demand. Yeah, I was going to say they they definitely will after after this next little uh, section of of the pod. Um, I actually Vanessa and I went on the tour in I think December. Um, as part of the sort of, you know, academy founder put money into the academy, get a free tour type thing, and they're now charging people to go. And the first thing that I saw when I went on this was the trophy cabinet, Albert. And I yeah. think you, you've seen bits of the trophy cabinet of the tour today. Have you not? Yeah. Uh, at Hunter CPFC posted a picture of the, the trophy cup trophy cabinet saying, uh, did the palace stadium tour today. Really enjoyed it. Was genuinely shocked. We have a trophy cabinet 
crying laughy emoji. <laughs> and now I hadn't, I've not done the tour. Uh, the closest to behind the scenes that I've got was the, um, the famous Terry Byfield small mm-hmm. microphone behind the scenes video, which is, uh, we say it every year, a still classic. worth a watch. It's still, a classic. still a classic. The two blokes filling in, <laughs> filling bags for the online orders at the club shop. Just watch that bit. Uh, and yeah, and it's kind of, I don't know. Like I say, you've seen it in the flesh. Mm. Um, am I, you know, I've sort of scrutinized the picture and tried to make out things. Um, I mean, it's not, it, it's sort of double, it's glass at the front and glass at the back. And you can, st- you, let's put it this way, you can see a lot behind. Yeah, it's, it's in not, a hallway for a I start. Can see the radi- I can see the radiator on the wall behind it in the picture. Yeah, it's basically, there's a hallway between two rooms and they thought, let's, yeah. just, let's just stick it here. Yeah. Get the Kallax from Ikea out, stick some glass in the middle of it, done. Yeah, and then realise, fuck, we should have got the smaller size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why didn't we get the two by two, for God's sake? Yeah. So, come on, you've seen it in yeah. the flesh. Mm. What? Uh, I can, I can what give can... you some brief brief highlights. Yes. My personal favourite, I'll leave till the end, um, but there's the the champions of Iran. We won the we won the Iranian Cup in 1972, I think. I don't know why, but we did, and it's there. Um, there's a I think there's a football in there. Yeah, that's the bit that jumped out at me on the bottom shelf. Mm. Where we're 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 clearly struggling. There's just a football. I feel like it's. One of our players got man of the match, and they just didn't give him the ball, and then just chucked it on the bottom shelf. Just to put that, or, or just as they were sealing, just as they were sealing up that that bottom shelf. I'm trying to think of a player who we've had over the years has got an awful touch. Mateta. Mateta. <laughs> Mateta. Mateta's tried to bring a ball down, yeah. and it's pinged off him, and it's rolled all the way into that part of the trophy cabinet. Just as they've shut the door, and they've gone, just leave it there. It's filling the yeah. space. Pure happenstance. That'll do. Do you remember Mateta scored a goal once? That's yeah. fine. Stick it, stick it in the trophy cabinet. That counts. Um, but my favourite bit is um, there's just a, a certificate, a share certificate that you get when you join the Premier League. And we've put that in there. Yeah. I mean, Pride in place. Yeah. It's... Well, maybe that's why you went on the pod when um, when Carl was saying that Parish and the board will do whatever they need to do to not get relegated. Mm. Hence, getting rid of um, Vieira. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's if that's why they made the change. Because if if we were relegated from the Premier League, I'm assuming you have to maybe give that certificate back, and then that's about twelve percent of the contents of that trophy cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, it'd be embarrassing otherwise, wouldn't it? If that bit was gone. Yeah. Um, I think. I think Dr. Of this parish, uh, tweeted about it as well, and he he saw that there was a medal and a little bell, and he wondered if we'd won a sports day. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. There's the bell. Yeah, I can see that. That can only be one of two things. That's either the bell that Nathan Ferguson rings every time he needs somebody to bring something to the physio room. <laughs> yeah, or it's the bell that we used to ring. Every time I needed Keith Millen to come in and 
take charge. Yeah. It's been recalibrated now, so Roy responds to it. It's Pavlovian. It's our little Pavlovian bell. To it's get the Roy the Roy back. bell. Yeah. But yeah, listen, like I say, if Ticketmaster can handle the demand for the behind-the-scenes tour, then it can only be a good thing for the club. It's a great trophy cabinet to go and see. That's what I would say. So hmm. make sure you do. Well, well worth a look. Um, yeah, the certificate's nice. It's dusted. That's for sure. There was no. I saw no layer of dust. So it's looked. There's darker. another. There's another certificate I can see, but I can't read what. I don't know if it's like a. If, if it's like Steve Parrish's twenty-five yard swimming certificate from when he was a boy. Um, there is, in fact, Dr. Again sent me a picture. Of it, and he said it's the 2016's chairman's signature certificate. Brilliant for the season 2016-17. Uh, the writing is far too small for me to read, but Parish's signature's on there, so good for him. Twenty six? Why 2016? God knows. Good, good year for chairman signatures. Great, clearly vintage. Yeah. Vintage. Um. So a little segue from from the trophy cabinet. Since we were talking about money and paying for more trophy space, the accounts were released for the twenty one twenty two season uh, today, I think. So I've got a few sort of highlights. I don't know if you saw these accounts, but here are a few things that stood out. So revenue was up. That's good. We like that revenue is up. However, only Burnley, Watford, Norwich, Brentford and Southampton were below us in amount of money earned through revenue. Uh, match day income is up, but it's still the fourth lowest in the league. So this is all fuel for Parish's main stand fire. Well, if there is a fire in the main stand now, that was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> That's not how we're getting the new stand through blatant arson. We, we lost. Spent. We lost. And we've got bad, bad, bad news, guys. We lost the. We lost the bell in the fire. Oh no! And that, and that what about the certificate? It's a certificate's fucked. It's fucked. You sweep that ash up. It's going in the new one. We're not losing it. <laughs> it's in the. It's in the celebratory urn from the Iranian Premier League. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? It commercial income, Albert. Commercial income is up, but it's still the sixth lowest in the league. Well, you know, it's, it's not the biggest league in the world. Yes. Hmm. We, Our highest paid director, their pay is more than doubled. So it's now at 1.7 million. That seems like a lot of money. Who's that? Hmm. Not sure. Google. <laughs> if you're listening, Mr. Director, you know who you are. Bias a central midfielder. Uh, wages have gone down, Albert. This is also good. I'm assuming that's because Benteke's gone. <laughs> Connor Wickham's off the books. Connor Wickham's off the books. Um, and the last two things I noticed, player purchases, £89 million. Pounds. Yeah, that Quite a lot sort, of money. Knew that, sort of knew that, didn't we? But don't worry, we've balanced it out. Player sales, naught. No. <laughs> Literally zero pounds. So still, still living off that Wambasaka cash, mate. Don't worry, about we it. are, we are. Um, yeah. Well, so most that, of that's good. It is. 
I mean, we're better than Burnley. There you go. I mean, yeah, look, you know, all that sort of match day income, commercial income, you know, we've got, like you say, you've already alluded to it, the main stand is the thing that's hopefully going to sort of rejuvenate that. You know, it's a, mm. it's a, it's a small ground. Yeah. Um, there's only so much we can do. You know, you, it's, it's why it was the main drive for Arsenal moving out of Highbury and, and Spurs redoing White Hart Lane because that's where they can make some serious, serious wedge. And we can't because it's... It's a bit of a, it's, it's, you know, it's our matchbox and we love it. We do. But, you know, we're just, we're just not a huge commercial operation. I, t- I totally get it. So, um, but yeah, the everything else is sort of mildly positive. Um, yeah. And I, I think the thing about the, the sort of money out and no money in is, I guess it's it was the real start of the buy really good young players in the knowledge that we'll ship one or two of them off every few years to make that money back and then some. Yeah, exactly. You look at the you look at that crop of players that we bought that uh, you know amasses that 89 million and I I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I want this to happen but let you know p- pick pick two of the sort of most impressive ones. Pick two out of Gay Anderson, Elise, Eneze. Mm. You know, if someone came in this summer for any of those players we wouldn't be selling any of those for less than forty million, I'd say. Yeah. So if if you sell if you sell two of those and scale that up to eighty, eighty five million, then you've paid for all the other purchases that came in at the same time. Yeah. You know, and obviously we've strengthened a little bit since then as well. So you know, that's probably you know, we we know that's the model that we're all going for. And the investment in the in the category one academy, when that starts to fruit more youngsters you know they're low in low investment hopefully high return if you sell what you know sell one of them you know another wambasaka basically um so it's all part of a bigger picture and, mm. and i'm sure the, the board and parish particularly won't be necessarily upset by any of these stats or any of these numbers like i say it's, it's all part of a, a, a sort of slowly slowly catchy monkey plan to just, be, just to become bigger and become a bit more self-sustainable and i mean if you look this this uh weekend uh, our youngsters in who are, who are down in the football league on loan scott bank scored killian phillips scored john jez bostock did, scored john bostock did score scored a great goal um jez scored again and and jez has been nominated for league one young player of the season Absolutely tearing it up. He's got, I think, eleven or twelve goals and assists. Or I, don't know, I think eleven yeah. or twelve goals and six or seven assists, maybe. So again, that's what you said. You know, if we, if our academy can sort of bear bear fruit, which obviously is a sort of medium term thing, that's only going to be good for us. And you know, putting him alongside the likes of Ebbs and Elise, it's only going to sort of benefit us in the long run, which is. Again, I, I suppose another another reason why you want to stay in the Premier League, so you can sort of keep turning that sort of that sort of player into a big sale. Um, speaking of Ebbs, there was a, a sort of in depth feature on him in uh, the Athletic today by Matt Woosnam. Not sure if you saw it. It was a very good read. Um, a lot of talk about how he came back through you know, from his injury, his faith, his religion, that sort of thing. But also um, how and why he's flourishing under Roy as opposed to his time under Vieira. Um, 
couple of quotes on that. He said, Roy is an incredible communicator. In the questions he asks and the way he listens, it's all to help us be the best we can and improve. I feel like it works and it gets the best out of people he works with. So it's a huge privilege to work with him. Uh, Ebbs then said that to you know to, to be the best player he can be, he needs a structure of knowing what he needs to do, but the license and freedom to express myself and do what I think is right at any given moment. And I guess is a good a good segue into the performance against Leeds, where Ebbs was back to his sort of free flowing, gliding best. Uh, and it and it really does seem that the last uh, obviously it's a small sample size of two games, but he really is coming back into his own under Roy, isn't he? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, it's it was always a bit of a conundrum under Vieira. I mean, there was, you know, certainly the last sort of 12, 12 or so games of Vieira's reign, you know, Eze was sort of it, not necessarily starting in and out of the team. And whilst he's when he receives the ball, his first touch is always promising. And, you know, he does, tr- you know, he was sort of trying to play the ball. It just, it, it, I don't know what it was. It just he, he didn't, he was one of several players that just didn't seem they were firing on all cylinders. Um, so, yeah, it's only, it's only it's a small sample of two games since obviously Hodgson's been in. Um, two, dare I say it, mediocre sides, however, but you can only beat what's in front of you. Uh, football cliche number one thing, um, but he has looked. He said, "I mean, forget uh, you know." Obviously, the two things go hand in hand, but forget how he's necessarily playing. Just look at his sort of, just look at his face, yeah. and he just he just seems he just seems happier. Um, and like I say, I'm sure that's because his performances are good. But you know, he's clearly got a good relationship with Roy, based mm-hmm. on the quotes you've just said. You know, and you know, yeah, Roy, Roy's a great communicator. And when he comes out with quotes like, we know the music, know the notes, they <laughs> have to play the tune, drop a beat. Um, yeah, you know, I think, and again, Roy said it when we talked about it last week. He's come in and he said, you know, these players know what they're good at. We need to let mm-hmm. them go and do it. So, and for a player like Eze and, and Elise, you know, they do, they do want to play better football. Yeah. Um, and again, that um, we, we talked about it last season when Eze was in, in, a, in a little bit of a purple patch, you know, the sort of, I think I've said it, you know, you, they're like five-a-side goals. They're the sort of goals you see on a five-a-side pitch. That that Eze goal where Elise just slips him in and oh. Eze just very sort of casually with a sort of unconventional flick of the boot just, just, just pokes it in the corner. You know, that's... That's just real instinctual football, you know. Um, 
so yeah, no, it was great to see, and it's good. And it's good. It's good that he's hopefully finding himself in a more, uh, you know, a more freer role. Yeah, and and I think, I mean, I'm sure it was everyone's listened to the review show and it was covered on that, but the first half an hour or so, I don't think we thought that performance was coming, and and we we're sort of indebted, I think, to Sam Johnston, who was, I thought, he was absolutely excellent in that first half um, against Leeds. When we started coming back into the game, um, certainly in the second half, and we mentioned it after the after the Leicester game, we seemed to be a bit more direct, not in terms of just hoofing the ball, but just getting the ball forward quicker. You know, we saw that with, like you say, that 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 Eze goal. Um, similarly with with Ayu's header, you know, the ball went to feet to Edouard and then Elise very quickly, and it it just seems. Again, it is a cliche, but it does seem like the shackles have been taken off. We're not quite as ponderous. We're not trying to pass our way up. We're utilising the strengths of the players that we have who are speedy, skillful players, you know, the, the Eze's and, and, and Elise's. So Edouard also played really well. Um, and it's such a statement win to score five goals away from home against a team that's, you know, near you in the league, is obviously fighting as much as you are. Um, and I, I, and they've gone one that. up as well. And they've gone one up, yeah. And and that's the thing, I think. When teams are struggling, going a goal down could be the thing that just breaks you straight away. And and Johnston did keep us in the game, but getting the goal just before half-time, obviously all all goals are scored at good times, but going in level probably was a big help for us, I think. Um, and then obviously sort of took off took off in the second half um, to the point where whoscored.com, who sort of do player ratings every week. <laughs> whoscored.com? Fucking who everyone. Scored? Who who didn't? Yeah. Uh, they, they, they've got Europe's top five leagues team of the week. Palace have the entire midfield. So we've got uh, Schluppi on an 8.8. Ebbs, 9.2. IU, 9.6. And Elise, 10 out of 10. So my question to you, Albert, how much spice is on the thing there? <laughs> Can I, and also, honourable mention for Aaron Wambasaka, who's also in the team. He is. Yeah. He is. You know, we can claim a little bit of that, can't we? Yeah, why not? Um, who'd have, you'd, I mean, who'd have thought seeing Jeffrey Schlupp line up behind <laughs> Lionel Messi? I know, certainly not me. Where's my humble pie? Yeah, no, it was a great, great performance, fantastic performance, yeah, and you know, and, and like Sam Johnston, you know, that's another thing about football. They say, well, the keep the keepers kept him in the game. It's like, yeah, that's just that's just another player who's played well. Yeah, that's what exactly. that means. Yeah, he's not he's not there to fucking score goals. He's there to he's there to prevent them. Um, so no, I think I think it's great. I I I only managed to get sort of extended highlights. I was sort of watching it as it came in. Um, and then, yeah, managed to find some extended highlights later, and it just looked like, yeah, you just just the smiles on the faces of the players. You know? even, jo- even, even Jordan, are you? Yeah, if you blink, I mean, you've got to keep an eye out for it, but it's there. Um, so, yeah, you know, and, you know, you look at the games that are coming up, and, you th- and you, <laughs> my mate Jamie, who's a Southampton fan, he messaged me saying, fucking hell, if you can put five past Leeds, you probably put ten past us. <laughs> So uh, on to the next one, you know. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, it, I had I had some serious, I had some serious envy watching the game. I've been I've been to Leeds four times. We've lost every single time. So I thought, you know what? I, I couldn't find anyone because I'm a bit of a leech. I couldn't find anyone to drive me up there. By the time I looked, train tickets were like hundred hundred odd quid. So I was mm. like, oh, we'll we'll lose anyway. You know, I predicted a loss last week. We're going to lose. Obviously, it or it'll, or or it'd be a freak result like Patrick Bamford. Oh. What I did quite like was Patrick Bamford going absolutely mad at scoring his, I think his fiftieth goal for Leeds, and ultimately you lost five one. Yeah, so freak result though. That's pretty funny. Also, what I quite liked, so I'm thinking of it, is I, I don't think I've ever seen Elise as animated as that game after Gay's goal. He told the crowd to shut the fuck up, which was quite funny. He was smiling. He he launched himself onto Edouard when he scored. He gave Wardy a, a hug at some point. So I don't I don't know what Leeds or their fans did to him. But I mean, if if more fans want to rile him up, so we get a performance like that, then I'm all for it. Yeah the uh, the shut the shut the fuck up shush was <laughs> especially if you if you look if you look back at it. Mark Gay's shocked reaction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a bit of a oh. <laughs> it's like it's like he's, you know, Elise chaperone. He's like, well, now, I'm not not sure you should be saying that. Yeah, come on, we we've all had a drink. <laughs> yeah, he's had Elise's had one too many of Terence's uh, lollipops. Lollipops, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was a brilliant brilliant result, brilliant performance, and now we move on to the South Coast. Um. Against Southampton. No, I think what one of the things that, that made the result against Leeds even more enjoyable was seeing all the results the day before. You know, seeing Wolves beat Chelsea, West Ham won, uh, Bournemouth won, I think. So seeing all of those results, knowing, oh shit, we beat Leicester, but it's almost like we had to beat Leicester. Otherwise, we'd be further dragged in. Mm. But now we've got Southampton. Obviously, it's a sort of similar. I know their bottom, but it's a similar situation of if you can beat these teams below you, it's it's the double of you going further ahead because you're keeping them further down. Um, I had a look at Southampton's results at home in the league in 2023. They've won one, drawn one, lost five. The draw was against Tottenham. It was a three-all. Um, now, now beat, that's a freak result. That is a freak result. Uh, they beat Man City in the cup, but then obviously they've just got got battered by them in the league. They beat Chelsea away, but that was under Potter, I think. Who, were, you know, I think the only team they they beat was us under under uh, under Potter. So they're not doing they're not doing great. Obviously, bearing in mind how miserable I am, that worries me because I wonder if you know the freak result will be that. They just turn it on against us. But it's a game that we should be confident in, I think. Um, and I assume, given given the result, we're not going to make any changes from the lineup. What do you reckon? Uh, no. I mean, I think the only way we would consider a change if there was a, a Wilfred Zaha-shaped miracle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think there is going to be. So... I don't think even Roy will be tempted to change it. Um, keep it as is. You know, it's all about the confidence, and you know, 
come away from, you know, we've had, we've had, we've had, we've had two very different sort of types of results, but both, you know, a, a, a last minute winner, mm. you know, in the, in the previous game does, does wonders for the sort of, you know, the morale and the, and the confidence that's then, that's then led into a five goal, you know, smashing the leads. And again, in, in, in both games, we've gone behind. So, you know, I'd like to think the mood around the squad, particularly the sort of core eight or nine players, you know, is good. Um, I don't know if Gwait is going to be back. I don't know if they put a, a duration on how long he's going to be out for this time. Um, but again, you know, if I don't think anybody would complain if if Vinny came back in or if Johnson kept his spot, you know, the goalies, whilst it's important, it doesn't necessarily make or break how the team plays. Um, certainly not for our team anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, w- I, w- I would be prone to keep it the same. Uh, uh, you know, if if Man City can score four there at the weekend, then I'd like to think we could do something similar. And like I, we sort of said a briefly earlier, a lot of players are sort of playing themselves into form now. You know, Schlupp's been very good the last couple of games. He'd be one that I sort of normally would say, well, I'm not sure I want him in the first eleven. Edouard, I thought, played really well against Leicester. We we mentioned it on, on last week's pod when it's sort of like he's done a lot of hard work, gets subbed off, Mateta scores like two minutes later. Yeah. But his goal against his goal against Leeds was very good. To yeah, me, it was, it was more of a sort of like Edouard at Celtic where he's not taking a million touches. He takes a couple of touches to set himself and then just rifles it in the corner. Yeah, and, and sort of did a, a, a sort of watch tap in celebration, and sort of wonder if that's a. It's about time, you know. Like mm. I needed a goal, and I, from memory, the last goal he scored yeah. was against Southampton. Yeah. So, or he genuinely lost his watch, or he lost his watch. And yeah, he was asking someone from the Anyone crowd. Seen it? Yeah, the Le- I, I'm not. I can't lip read, but I don't think the Leeds fans cared about you know watch. you know where it's going to turn up it's going to turn up in that trophy cabinet filling that little empty space on that second <laughs> shelf next to the bell hang on a minute do you remember do you remember that goal away at leeds that made it 4-1 <laughs> and that's why it's here yeah um so yeah so you know he i would say he he's in form obviously ebbs and elise or ebbs and elise I, I it's it's great watching those two link up um and Ayu, I think Ayu's the one who some people, not me, but some people are a bit like, oh, Ayu's in the team. But I thought he was excellent against Leeds. His header was absolutely superb. It was a great cross, but the power and, and placement he got in it was brilliant. And he just looked good. And he, like we said, he, he he looks like he's enjoying himself, which is absolutely insane because he always looks like he's just smelt something horrible. So I bet I bet he was enjoying himself the amount of fucking time and space Leeds defence gave him for that <laughs> fucking second goal. Christ. Yeah. He was almost that, like, should I should I shoot now? Yeah, that was that was less a five aside goal and that was more playing against a Sunday league team who are all overweight. Yeah. Past past forty five and all puffed out. Exactly. It's a it's I a mean, nine AM the next day kickoff. The way they the way they trudge back to the halfway line, the Leeds fucking players after that fifth goal. Brilliant. Just surreal seeing our team do that to someone. I know. It's nice. And I I've seen a couple of those um you know, those sort of fan in the crowd videos where they film themselves all game. Which, is, which I hate, except for when Palace win as the away team. 
because uh, I had a couple where they're like, I'll oh, predict the score, but the Leeds are going to win 4 0, easy. And then you just see them get more and more despondent. Um, and there was there was a clip that someone put on Twitter um, where in the second half, near the end, Ebb sort of does a little shimmy, takes three people out of the game. One Leeds player injures another. The other one sits down on his ass, And the Leeds player just goes, the Leeds fan rather than the crowd just goes, oh my God, how? And it's just, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that that's a Palace player getting people to do that, you know. But love that the the confidence has to be there, you know. Um, the way we played the second half, the way we played for seventy minutes or so, I guess, of the Leicester game, we know it's what we're capable yeah. of. And, and really, against Southampton, we want to we want to start on the front foot. You know, we did it against Leicester and looked very very good. It took a while to get going against Leeds, obviously, but we started off the second half very strongly and, and took charge of the game. And I think that's really what we've got to try and do, isn't it, on, on Saturday? Just get get on the front foot and, you know, not give, them, not give them a chance at all. No, I think we've got enough. You know, they're, they've got to throw everything at it, haven't they? If, they, if, if Southampton are going to survive, they've, they've got to start, start winning games, particularly home games, particularly games against teams that are 12th and below. Um so yeah, I think they're going to be they're going to be going all out to try and win. Maybe not necessarily from the from kickoff, but a draw's not. Pff, I mean, would I would I take a point at this point? Yeah, I probably would. Based on the last two games, you know, six six points out of six. If I was a Southampton fan, I don't think there's any Southampton fan that's sat at home at this point thinking, yeah, yeah, I'll take the point. It's they they need to start racking points up. So at some point during the game, if it's if it's still nil nil, I'm sure we'll we'll draw Southampton out, and that's when that directness that you were talking about, and you know the you know Eze and Elise being able to get us up the pitch quickly. Um, I think that we'll see. That's when it will tell. Um, and yeah, and hopefully it, it, it bears fruit again. Yeah, I'm just looking at the league table now, actually. Um... So they're obviously bottom on 23 points. Goal difference of minus 27. Oh. Everton are 17th. So that's, that's I guess, the aim. They're four points ahead of Southampton. Their goal difference is minus 20. So pretty bad too. But obviously seven goal, eight goal swing is quite a bit. So yeah, really, I mean, with how many games have we got left? Eight games left. You can't afford to not get those wins, really. And no. Yeah. You know, it's it's that you know their last game. It's after us. They've got Arsenal Oof. away, so that's a you know I'm not gonna. That's probably a write off. They've then got Bournemouth at home, which will be. They've massive. then got yeah. They've then got Newcastle away. They've then got Forest at home, Fulham at home, and then their last two games are Brighton away and Liverpool at home. So Fuck. I'm sure there's a big. There's a big red circle around the words Crystal Palace on their yeah. fixture list. Yeah, they you know they need that three points if, to to stand any chance, really. So you know, hopefully we can weather the weather the storm, not give fucking James Ward Prowse any free oh, kicks. Yeah, and uh, and put him to bed. Great, that's a nice positive on, thing. Say on my mate Jamie's Southampton fan's birthday. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I don't Ouch. want to bring it down. 
Terence, Cara, and I are going to be at the game on Saturday. Nice. So, are you going to film yourselves from the stand? Um, absolutely not. Terence might go and buy the videos that we got from him before we started recording. Um, yeah, that's true. Fully clothed, hopefully. At fully clothed. Fully clothed. Well, I hope so because I'm sharing a car with him. So bloody cold down there. Yeah. Um, but I went last year. And we got a last-minute Wilf winner. Uh, I would like us to win more comfortably, but I would obviously take a last-minute winner again, albeit not from Wilf this year. Um, I'm just worried that, you know, I didn't go to Leeds and we won 5-1, and now I'm going to this game. <laughs> am I going to drink? Am I the problem? Don't answer that. Yeah, that's not a that's not an invite for correspondence. <laughs> yeah. Please do not inundate us. In, inundated again. <laughs> Outrageous. Um, but yeah, it, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it because it's rare that I look forward to it because I'm nervous the, the whole game anyway. Um, but I guess at this point we should talk about predictions. So what do you reckon the score will be and the result? Uh, I think Southampton will score because they do tend to they do tend to score at home, albeit normally it's only one unless they're playing Spurs. So I'd like I I think we're gonna I think we're gonna come away on the right end of a three one. Ooh. Who do reckon's gonna score? Do you reckon do you reckon goal machine Jordan I is gonna get on the score sheet again? I think we're gonna see I like to, I think we're gonna see Another Ed, I'd like to see if Edward starts. I'd like to see another Edward goal because I was again. We spoke about it, you know, and you've mentioned it again when he went off and Mateta comes on and scores four minutes later. You think, ah, that's Edward on the bench next week. But you know, credit to Roy for giving him another chance and keeping him in. Um, so yeah, I, do you know what? I don't care who scores. I just want goals. I'm enjoying goals at the moment. Yeah, me too. I'm not used to it. I'm not used to it. Um, I'd, oh, God. Go on, what do you think? I, th- I think we're going to draw. Okay. I know, I know that's a terrible thing to say because we should be looking to win this one. But for all of my jinxy, sort of miserable, superstition-y thoughts, I reckon it will be one all. I reckon Edouard's going to score that. I can see Edouard going on a little run, um, which again would be nice because I think... We said before, he plays himself into better form with each game. So if he gets a run when we're playing and we're creating like we are lately over the last couple of games, I think there's definitely more goals in there for for Odson. So I hope so, because I think I I think I predicted him to be our top scorer with like twelve, I think, at the beginning mm, of the season. I think you might have done. So we've really got to ramp that up, please. Well, I'm in trouble. Well, I'm not in trouble. Because I predicted our top score would be Wilf, and it currently is Wilf. But if Wilf doesn't yeah. play again this season, then any runs from our forwards until the end of the season might scupper that. So let's share the goals out a bit, Palace. Can Joe, uh, can Joe, <laughs> can Joe score a goal, please? Because he hasn't done that yet. He scored a couple of own goals, which is not what I'm after. Um, <laughs> right. Well, on that sort of semi-positive note, I think that's us done, Albert. Another one in the books without Terence. Yep. Um, it's been fun, as always. Um, I think, as as per with all the back of the nest stuff, there'll be a, a match report 
probably on Sunday. DR's doing various things on YouTube. Keep an eye on Twitter and Facebook and all that sort of thing. I say keep an eye on Facebook. I don't have a Facebook, but I assume there's a Facebook. This is good synergy, isn't it? There keep is. It. I can confirm there is a there is a Facebook, if that is the term. Great. Um, see you in the metaverse. Is that what they say? Do I sound yeah. like a, a boomer? I'm going off track. Yes. I've turned into Terence. Right. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Hopefully Terence will grace us with his presence next week. Um, well, do you know what? We've just had a message in from Terence. Have we now? Yeah. And what's he said? Bless him. He says, I'm absolutely well into some IPAs. Great. And he's just he's obviously feeling the love. He's put, thanks for talking shit about Palace with me. Love and appreciate you all. Have a great show tonight. Oh. Oh, bless him. That's, I don't know how to feel about that. Trying to, trying, to, trying to weasel his way back in, mate. I don't, know. don't fall for it. He's seen the inbox as well. He knows that everyone loves it. it was he, just knows. Nasty. he knows. He knows. Right. On that note, thanks as always, mate. Uh, and to you. Speak to you next week. And up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.